Hey, what's up, listeners? Ted Cluck here. Uh, wanted to give a quick free shout out to a new project of mine, uh, a Substack newsletter. It's a cluck.substack.com. That's K-L-U-C-K.substack.com. It's going to be the new online home of all things Ted Cluck. Columns, columns about sports, columns about life, columns about pop culture, movies, television, and best of all and newest of all, um, some writing on the NFL draft, NFL draft, scouting reports, film study reports that I'm putting together with my son, Tristan Cluck, who's very talented, uh, wanted to launch his work, get it out into the world. Uh, so if you go to cluck.substack.com, uh, you can sign up for free or you can sign up for a little premium, a little tier one subscription, uh, $5 a month or 50 bucks a year. That gets you all the goodies, all the NFL draft content you could want. Uh, in addition to all the columns. So hit up cluck.substack.com. Give us a little premium subscription and we'll see you there. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy because we can. Let's do it. What's going on, everyone? Maybe just Welcome for me. to Cluck. <laughs> it's good to be Every here. Every man's battle, just my thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's my journey. Hey, I yeah. have to respect your journey. Ted. You do have to respect it. I do. I do. I do. I do. Ted, how are you, my friend? We're, I'm good. We're leaving half of that in. <laughs> my wife's here in the studio. She's shaking her head at me. Oh, is she? Well, tell KK hello from her her favorite Instagram follower, dude. She's oh, been. You're- she, she wasn't shaking her head at me. She was. She clarified. She was shaking her head at taxes. So, oh, the off-color joke I just made is okay with her. That is hundred um, percent fair. She's dude. pro the off-color joke. She's so, pro uh, the. Well, good. she's not pro taxes. No, dude. No. Is there anything worse than tax season? I'm like, I, I, yeah. I, I don't want to start this off on a boring note, but nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing will bring me into a a state of angst faster yeah. than giving money to the government. <laughs> yeah, I feel exactly the same way. Tax season's this wild exercise in like, hey, take a guess at how much you owe us, and if you're wrong, we'll throw you in jail. You know? 100, yeah, 100%, 100% yes. Yeah. I'm like, what What other like realm of life operates in quite that same way? Yeah, you know? no, absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah there no, are... It's a, it's a huge burden. There I are every second of so it. many things that I would rather do than taxes. Oh, yeah. Most things. Most things, yeah, most actually. Things. Most, things. most things. Most things, for sure. Ted, I got to give you some congratulations. I don't know if we talked mm-hmm. about it on, uh, not the last step, but 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 the previous step. Uh, congratulations on winning uh, the magazine um, uh, uh, the magazine award. Yeah. Southeast Journalism Conference. Yes. Best magazine Thank in the you. South. Thank that you, one. baby. I couldn't I, remember. Uh, it, I appreciate that. Um, that's a big deal. Extreme. It is a big deal. Yeah, because we, we compete against a lot of, like, 
really huge schools with big programs and lots of students and lots of faculty and and my students man shout out my students tip of the cap um they're so talented they just do incredible work uh they're a joy to work with they're great people um union university journalism if you want to come and uh write and create and make product and be competitive and and be massively competitive for jobs on the back end of the program uh, come study with us, uu.edu, check it out, um, navigate to communication arts, to journalism. You can see the boy, you can see a nice little headshot of Big T. Mm. Um, it's actually a good one. Our, our oh, student really? photo editor took my headshot. Okay. And I think it's the one of me in the fedora uh, with the Ruben Tishkoff glasses and a, like a cream-colored sport coat in my office. Okay. Tell me if that's what you find. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to find it right now. Uh, Union University, here we go. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, dude. Oh, this is good. Yeah. Dude, flip so that toward the camera. Let's have got, a look at it. You've got the fedora. Yeah. You've got the nice, the nice, uh, big rimmed glasses. Yeah. Have a look at the man. big guy there. That's that's peak look academia at you, right there, man. It is you can't peak see it, academia. But that sport coat has elbow patches, dude. Does it really? Yeah. I'm up there in the ivory towers of academia, dude. You know? Look at you, man. That's oh, yeah. they got some of your books down here too. Legit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely go study under Ted. Not a sponsor yet, though. Not a sponsor I, I yet. To, I have to clarify that. That, dude, was, a, we're that still was a big kind of circling each other in the wild, trying to close that deal. I, I gotta, yeah. I gotta put on my best, like uh, Brooks best Brothers business suit and go. Uh, I gotta, I gotta become a different guy, though. I can't go into that meeting as an academic. I gotta go in as like Gordon Gecko. You know what I mean? Oh, I gotta go in yes. as a closer, as a shark, uh, dude. As a shark, dude. I can be a closer when yes. I need to. Yeah. So, well, that is the great thing about you, Ted, is that you are yeah. just as comfortable with elbow patches as you are a leather jacket. Yeah, sort of like Paul, you know, all things to all oh people my gosh. when I need to be. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, Paul Giamatti? Like, who, who are you yeah, talking yeah, about? No. It's, it's got to be some, like, fourth-tier Paul. I'm, I'm nothing like the Apostle Paul, unfortunately. Um, I knew that I was, would get a reaction, uh, though. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Paul yeah, Giamatti. Yeah. Hey. Paul Horning from the old Packers. So. Yeah, oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's so many Pauls, Ted. And Dude, it, what other what? great Pauls are there? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. So, yeah, I do like Paul Rudd. Did not like his Ant-Man movie, dude. I got to say, they yeah. somehow managed to make Paul Rudd not funny. I think we talked about Which Paul is, Rudd and Ant-Man a couple of eps ago. I feel, but, I, uh, I feel like we did. I feel like we did. Yeah. yeah but, Paul Rudd is cashing in on, like, being a charming middle-aged white guy who hasn't been canceled yet. And, that's um, true. He's, that's he's true. taken that all the way to the bank, and I can't blame him for it. Yeah. Dude, have you ever seen, and we're probably literally word for word copying content from like two episodes ago. It's probably true. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the movie I Love You, Man? Yeah, I think we did ago? literally okay, talk yeah. about I Love You, Man. It's my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah, Paul yeah, yeah. Red thing. Okay. We don't have to okay. say anything more. All right, all right, that's fine. Ted, we do have an Ask, uh, an ask Coach Cluck. Now, oh, I'm hesitant to mention this one because... Okay. I'm pretty sure you guys talked about this at least at some length on your other podcast. Okay. I don't know if this is the same person that mm. that suggested it, but we have mm. a we have an ask coach cluck from Melissa Pippen. Okay. All right, and she wants to know as a as a as a writer herself, yeah, as a mom of an aspiring writer. Ah. Right? She Very wants cool. to know about how we feel about mm-hmm. these new these new artificial intelligence programs that are taking over the writing field by storm. Yeah, yeah. So chat chat now I I'm a little I'm a little at a disadvantage here. Yeah. Because I am not in the writing field. 
I have heard this chat GPD thing. Yeah, yeah. Go, going around the, the the social media. Yeah, I yeah. don't really know what it is, and I don't yeah. know why it's a big deal. Have Have you? As someone that is in the academic field, Ted, mm-hmm. are you aware of what this is and are you concerned about it? Asks Melissa Pippin. Dude, first of all, shout out Melissa Pippin. 100%. Um, shout out her kid who she should send to Union. <laughs> yes, um, not a sponsor. And I don't care if the kid is like nine right now. Like, send him anyway. We'll take good <laughs> care of him. He's a prodigy. He's a we'll put him in the prodigy. dorms. It'll be like an 80s movie about college that's where it's crazy. like a nine-year-old rooming with a 22-year-old. But, yeah, that's uh, not weird at all. Yeah, <laughs> Not weird at all. Um, anyway, like we did talk about it on the other show, but I've actually learned more about it since the other show. Okay, so this and is not going to be word for word the other show. No, and okay. I, I think what I've learned is comforting, and it's this. So we talked about it on the other show, and then we actually had a couple of listeners like go into chat GPT and it gave them a, or they gave it a topic. They were like, write about Tom Brady as Ted Cluck. And what chat GPT spat out was nothing like me. Gotcha. So like the, the thing is really trash at capturing the heart, the soul, the style, the ethos, the voice of a real writer um, chat GPT just can't replicate it, dude. So like you can give it a topic and you can say, you know, give, write this in the style of Ted Cluck or David Foster Wallace or Josh Loftus or whoever. And it's going to like drop in a few of your phrases or maybe a couple of your, you know, sentence structure things that you do, but it, it got nowhere close dude, to sounding like me. The thing, the thing that it read was, I don't know. It was just kind of breezy and conversational, but it sounded nothing like me. Okay. So in answer to Melissa's question, I would say keep encouraging your kid to be a robust reader um, and to read across lots of different genres and styles and then to develop his or her own style that's okay. distinctive, that's very them, that'll work whether they're writing like at a voicey opinion piece or whether they're writing a, a long interview feature type story it'll still sound like them. And that, that would be my advice. Um, but yeah, ChatGPT is something that I'm not afraid of. And I suppose if I were the kind of academic that like, if I was assigning papers, you know, like MLA papers, probably there are a lot of students using ChatGPT to like cheat on those. Um, so that would be a certain kind of concern. But otherwise, I'm not concerned about it. Now again, I like I said, I'm kind of at a disadvantage here. I'm I'm not even sure, and I guess we're kind of bearing the lead, perhaps. But I'm I'm not even yeah. sure exactly what Chat TPD is. Is it is it literally just is it yeah. like you know is it Wikipedia like 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 for AI or or what is what is it? Yeah, I mean it's a and then I don't know either. You're you know poor Melissa. She's seeking advice from two like. <laughs> Luddites, basically, on hey, these things. Hey, there's no one better she could have sought advice for on this. We know nothing yeah. about it, but we will talk about it. Absolutely. We will give our opinions. Yeah, so as, as far as I can understand it, it's an, it's an aggregator of a sort, right? So you say, um, you know, draw me a picture of a black Fiat 500, but do it in the style of Salvador Dali. Right. And it'll spit out. Gotcha. Okay. Several okay. images of like a black cartoon Fiat with like, you know, the headlights as, as like 
you know, drooping eyes that are crying or whatever. I'm right. trying to do like right. yeah, Salvador yeah. Dali stuff on the fly here, but um, like it aggregates, right? So it'll it'll comb the internet for images of black Fiat 500s. It'll comb the internet for like the Salvador Dali aesthetic, and then it'll kind of mash them up and put them together. Gotcha. And okay. it does that with visual art. It does that with writing. Um, you know, in the sense that it can comb the internet for like all the archive stories of mine that are out there. And then it can like mash that up with a new topic, whether it's like campaign reform or Tom Brady or whatever. Yeah. And then it'll spit out paragraphs that supposedly sound like me that are about that topic. Sure. But it's even in addition to not capturing the style and the sentence structure, it's also not capturing what my takes would actually be. Because when when people fall in love with you as a writer, they're falling in love with like the style and the sentence structure, but they're also like vibing with the takes and the way that you see the world. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when people come to Union University, shout out uu.edu, uh, when they come to UU journalism, they're learning to see the world and report things and and write features in a certain way but also develop like the style and sentence structure side of their game too so yeah um they're they'll leave with a lot of different like clubs in the bag and uh some sort of ai you know computer generated thing just can't capture that that sort of magic sure so so basically people are worried about this obviously for the the ramifications it has on on cheating, like you could, yeah, you know, you yeah, could basically have right. it write papers for you, but you could, yeah. But they they're worried they're worried that it's going to kill the writing industry because it's going to just basically take over. And like we don't actually yeah. need real people right. writing stuff when we can just type it into AI and have it in five minutes. Basically, I actually think bad writers should be worried about this. Like writers <laughs> who are mediocre. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Writers, when when you read the AI and you're like, dang it, this is better than me. <laughs> or even writers who write in a certain kind of like technical space or like SEO type writers. Yeah. Like who are just trying to write blocks of text that encourage clicks or whatever. Right. Um, they should be worried because it's it's probably a much more efficient, cut out the middleman type way to do that that sort of job. Yeah. Dude, who's gonna be the first in our in our sphere of people that's gonna mm-hmm. adopt Chat GPT as mm-hmm. a as a thing? Like they're like, you know what, man? I really got to get this. I got to get this fourth book out this year. But man, yeah. I'm just yeah, you know, I'm just swamped. I'm swamped. Like who who in our circle is going to try to make this AI thing actually actually acceptable? Well, I'm gonna I'm not gonna say a name. Oh, okay. okay because okay. I'm on a journey through this whole deal too which you know about but the listeners don't that's right um my own kind of journey of <laughs> conviction hopefully self-discovery but self-discovery <laughs> i would say it will be a writer who loves the idea of being an author but who hates actually writing oh there you go and i'll leave it to you to like fill in the blanks on who that is yeah but, sure um, it'll be someone like that okay okay yeah. All right, yeah, I'm waiting for the puff piece from like Christianity Today or the Gospel Coalition talking about, you know, the things that we have to be concerned about with mm-hmm. Chat GPT, mm-hmm. but also think of all the good that we can do with it. I mean, yeah. you know, we could we could think about all of the ways that we can mm-hmm. touch people's lives with Chat yeah, GPT. 
It's a ministry. It, it's a, ministry it's a massive ministry. I'm wondering. I'm which is what all these clowns are still saying about Twitter, you know, which is like <laughs> a, just a toilet, a cultural it toilet. It is a massive toilet, yes. That people are still defending as like, well, it's a ministry tool. I mean, that's yeah, how I use it. that's a you little know? far for me. Like, I yeah. don't. That's yeah, yeah. That that's rough. I I think Twitter, I think Twitter has its uses. I I it's hard for me, especially with the way that it's, I think culture is going. It's hard for me to keep going back to social media being a massive ministry tool. Yeah, I think it's a tool, and I think it can be used. It's a massive collection of but tools. It, <laughs> There you go. That's yeah, that's true. But it's not a ministry tool. That's true. That is that is very true. Some of those tools are in ministry, though. To be clear, uh, we're making lots of, them, of distinctions here. Many of them, know. sadly, there yeah, are many tools yeah. in ministry, dude. And yes, that is that is a that is a true fact. And most of those tools are on Twitter. Are on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's very true, dude. What's the worst yeah. thing there's ever been? And it might be Twitter. Okay, that people have defended as ministry. Oh my gosh. That's Honestly, I think it is. Question. It probably is Twitter to me. That's but a fantastic question. I can't think of what the other contenders would be. Yeah, man, defended as ministry. Gosh, yeah, Twitter's high up there. I, you know, my mind automatically goes to, and it might just be because of where I where I come from, but mm-hmm. my mind automatically goes to like trying to trying to defend trying to defend um, like a massive car collection. Uh-huh. You know. You know, yeah. or 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 I mean, honestly, like Kenneth Copeland defending his private jet because it, it, it because sure. it's ministry. Right. Yeah. No, uh, I've, I've known people who do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look yeah. at all this money that I spent on this thing. But don't worry. Yeah. It's it's for spreading the gospel. I mean, yeah, I have a you massive know? second home. Yeah. On a on a huge body of water. But I let a missionary stay there like two nights a year. Two nights it's a ministry. year. It is yeah. ministry. It is ministry. Right. And it therefore, ministry. I can write it all off. Right, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bringing it back to tax season for Bringing you, Bringing it back 10. to taxes. You know, I'm doing my best. Topic. I'm trying yeah. to, you know, I tried my best to shape these topics and these podcasts into mm-hmm. into real-life scenarios for you. Well, you I know, appreciate you I'm, doing I'm, that for I'm me. I'm doing my best. Yeah, you're doing a nice job with it, too. <laughs> oh, thank you. I really yeah, appreciate that. Believe you me. Okay, all right. All right, well, Ted, I got one more question for you, and then we're going we're gonna to round it out here. Yeah, how do you, because I, I am in a little dilemma, and I'm going mm-hmm. to throw it out to you, all right? I'm going to be okay. vulnerable with you. I'm going to be vulnerable with our listeners, wow. all right? And I'm going to be vulnerable, you know, if, if this gets a head shake from, from KK, I'm just going to assume it's the taxes. Yeah, right? she can't hear you. She can only hear me. Oh, talking. she can't hear me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little dilemma because I find myself caught in a rock and a hard place mm. because I have this... Much like you, Ted, I am a man of 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 varied varied skills and varied passions. Yeah, and that I enjoy the pod, you know, the podcast arts, uh, mm. you know, writing here and there, uh, mm. and I enjoy expressing myself, my vulnerable <laughs> self, yeah. through music. Mm-hmm. Right, and mm-hmm. and you are no stranger to the to the realm mm. of the musical arts, being a yeah. a, a you know a singer. International Superstar. pop star, yeah. International yeah. pop star, Shavu. pop sensation is yes. how I like to say it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so my question to you, Ted, is how do you balance mm. when you ha- have released a project or have created a project that you had some fun with, and yeah. you want to throw it out there, like the Shavu yeah. song? 
right? Mm-hmm. How do you release? How do you how do you balance not wanting to be the self promo guy because we hate yeah. the self promo guy. We talk about how much we hate the self promo yeah. guy all the time on this podcast, right? Yeah, we do. But we have things that we think are fun. We don't necessarily yeah. think they're the greatest things in the world, but we had sure. fun doing it, and we want others to see the work that we did. Now, yeah, with that with that in mind, I I, I made a song. Okay, and I sent the wow. song to you. Yeah, right. Uh, a yeah. while ago. Thank you for remembering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's been. It's, we've lived a little life since then. Haven't we have. We, we have okay. lived a little life. Yeah, yeah. I feel like let's this... not uh, let's not throw stones though at my memory. All right. No, no, like, no, no, I, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course let's, not. <laughs> of course yeah. not. Yeah. I think we should have had this at probably a while ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We probably should have when it was right? a fresher. I have yet to. I've yet to put it out anywhere because mm. I'm warring inside. With with this topic, how do you how do you handle this, Ted? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's strange. Like in some form or fashion, for the last twenty five years, I've been putting out product. Yeah, and the way that you do that has changed over the course of twenty five years. In that, like, in the magazine realm, you know, in in the year two thousand or two thousand two or whatever, you would write a story, it would run in print, you know, it would get sold everywhere but that was the last you would hear about it and you weren't sort of beholden to anybody to promote it right mm, so that that was sure. one model and then when i started doing books in like 05 06 07 the model was you complete the book and then the publisher promotes it yeah which was kind of like the old school you know that that would have a lot in common with the 1950s publishing model right sure. like your, your job is to write a great book their job is to promote and sell it. But with the advent of social media, I mean, it created this paradigm where you're constantly putting out product, you're constantly talking about it, you're trying to talk about it in a way that feels natural, but it's really just cloying, needy self-promotion. But there's got to be an elegant way to say, hey, I did this without being that guy. Right. You know? And I, I I think for you... The move, and I'm not telling you what to do, but this is just maybe how I would do it. The move would just be drop it in your social media feeds and be like, hey, I wrote this song. I hope you enjoy it. That's literally what I would say. Yeah. Um, I wrote this song and I hope you enjoy it. And then here's the link. And they could do with it what they want. Yeah. Where, where it gets gross for me, and everybody in my industry does this, I think except me. Like, there are whole sort of schools of thought around asking for Amazon reviews. So like part of releasing a book in 2023 is you collect this army of people who go on Amazon and review it for you. And I've never asked for a review, dude. I don't like doing that. I mean, I have kind of on shows and stuff, but I, I've never emailed friends and been like, Hey, go to Amazon and review my thing. But that's, that's sort of part of the model now. And I just don't feel good about it. Yeah. Um, because what if, what if, what if they like the book, but not enough to write a review? I don't know. I want, I want people to have the experience with my products that's genuine. And I don't want them to feel like they have to do anything on my behalf with the product. And, and sure. so what's weird about putting your song into social, you have to say it in a certain way, right? You can't, you can't say it in a way that suggests 
you have to give me lots of fawning feedback and praise or else I'm going to feel terrible about this. Mm, and deep yeah, down in your yeah. heart of hearts, that might be the that might be the case, dude. Yeah. I mean, if you put that thing out there and you don't get all kinds of fawn on the back end, you might be super bummed. And if that's the case, you probably shouldn't put it out there. But um, yeah, yeah. If you would be okay with like, hey, here's this thing. I did it. Um, obviously, you're excited about it, but. You know, you don't expect everybody else to be. I don't know. It's weird, though. It's gotten weird. Yeah, it, it is weird because, yeah, like, yeah. like, and it's one of those things, too, where it's like, I, it, it's not that I think it's this amazing thing that, like, oh, this is, this is something that I, something that I curated and I put so much work and I just think it's awesome. Like, I think it's a mm-hmm. goofy, like, it's a, it's like an 80s synthways love song to nostalgia. Like, like, yeah. I, like, I, I, I wrote it. I mean, kind of like Chevu, right? It's like, yeah. you, like, yeah. you had fun doing it, and mm-hmm. you like it, right? Yeah. Right. But it's not on the top of the Spotify chart, right? right. And, and and you don't expect it to be. And people right? kind of knew we were joking. Exactly. But like, exactly. Yes. 100%. But it was also something that I wanted them to enjoy. Exactly. You know? It's the exact same thing for me. And yeah. and and yeah, I I have this just this war inside where I'm like, I want people to know that. Yeah, this is something fun that I enjoy doing. I kind of yeah. wrote it for my wife. It hits mm-hmm. it hits nostalgia for me. Yeah. I know it's not great, but mm-hmm. here, maybe maybe you might enjoy it too. Like I want that to that message to get across without sounding like, "Hey, guys, check out my new single and uh yeah. you know, if you like this, maybe I'll start doing it more." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's just kind of yeah. like, "Ew, that's just I I because I I know people that do it." And yeah. I see it, and I cringe every time because it just comes off so, like, so needy, mm-hmm. and I hate coming across needy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and I think that's a great occasion to be like really honest with yourself. And if you are needy, like, there are ways in which I'm actually needy. <laughs> so, like, if if I one of the reasons I don't put a lot of stuff out on the internet is that. I do want fawning praise and feedback, you know, and if, if I can't live without sure, that, sure. I'm not going to put the thing out there. So yeah, like if you tend to be more on the sensitive needy side, like you're not going to be satisfied. That's the thing. And, and I sure. think this is what the internet and like social media has done, has created a paradigm where, where you can always like seek the satisfaction. Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a mechanism by which to seek the satisfaction, but you're also not going to be satisfied by it. You sure. know what I mean? And, and we, we see people doing this all day long. And there's never enough likes. There's never enough like, this right here, you go. Right. You know, whatever. Right. Um, so may, maybe the elegant solution is just sending it to your friends. You know? Yeah. Like send it to people who you know you like and who you know like you. Or, so the, this is my problem with social media, right? And, yeah. And mm-hmm. I'll say this and get your reaction and then we'll close this up because I really got to run. Sounds but good. Like, it's created this weird middle ground in between doing something for yourself, which is great, right? This is like the paradigm of like, I don't know, our dads like puttering in the garage doing woodworking or whatever. They're making some little tchotchke for themselves. That's right. And there, there was never any hope or dream of, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a company. I'm going to publish it. I'm going to get famous. So there's that model. Mm-hmm. But then there's the traditional model of like, it used to be if you wanted to have a book published, you you submitted to a publisher and they vetted it and then they decided. Or if you wanted to, you know, publish a song, you sent a demo tape to like, you know, 
RCA and they and they made they made an offer or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. now there's this weird third way where you can put a thing out, you can sort of reap the the alleged benefits of people complimenting you for it, but it hasn't gone through any real mechanism or vetting, and it also though has transcended being like a satisfying thing that you do just for yourself. Mm, and yeah. I think the result is usually dissatisfaction. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I think I would hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. And mm. I think I like the idea of just, you know, being, being okay with whatever reaction you get on it, because look, it's something yeah. I had fun doing. Yeah. If it's not people's yeah. vibe, eh, it's fine. Yeah. You know, I don't really care, yeah. you know? And, and I do like that. So what I think what I'm going to do, Ted, Mm-hmm. And and I want to ask I want to ask your permission because you mm-hmm. are half of this podcast. Yeah, I would like to I would like to share with the people just yeah. as just as you guys did you know with you know on your other podcast the amazing song Shavu, which yeah, you guys need you. which yeah, you guys yeah. need to check out because it's an amazing yeah. song I love the chorus on that song mm-hmm. so good I would like to I'd like to do an exclusive release of mm-hmm. my new hit single when we were younger yeah. here mm-hmm. on the Cluckcast. Wow. Like on the air. So like when we tape again or or like tacked on to the end of this app. I'd I'd like to close this app. I'd like to close sure. this out and I'd like to give people my song free of charge, not on Spotify. It's not on wow. iTunes, you know? Spotify great people though who we've worked Small, with just recently. Give you the company. shirt off their back. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Salt of the earth, but Absolutely. But yeah, are. not on Spotify. No. No, it's not not on the socials. Right Exclu- yeah. It's it's here. I want to give it, pe- I want to give people my song. This is our show. We can do with it whatever we whatever we feel like. Hundred percent, absolutely, mm. we can. Well, Ted, I appreciate your 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 gracious way in that in the way that you led me through that. I feel better mm. now. I feel comfortable mm. being able to release the song. It's uh, a partnership. Knowing yeah. knowing what I know and knowing what you know now that you have told a, me what you know. Kind of egalitarian partnership. Oh my gosh. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoying the Beth the, the Beth Moore memoir? <laughs> We got to get a picture of that on the socials too, dude. Yeah. Not get me going. <laughs> Speaking about the cesspool that is Twitter, I couldn't let the morning come and go. You couldn't. You know? No, I, we you, all, we almost made it. You, we almost yeah. did. You just couldn't. You couldn't let it go. Nope. Anyway, listeners, we thank you for listening. We thank you for uh, giving us the likes and the reviews. We do appreciate reviews here because it gets the podcast out to more people. Whether you are an old listener or a new, we thank you guys for being here. You can catch us on all the socials at Cluckcast. And we're going to leave you with my new song, When We Were Younger. Thanks for listening. Later.
Still clear.